Hey guys, it's Dr. Poland here from Superior Chiropractic and Rehab Radio. I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for supporting our channel and listening to all the great content that we have coming out. Because our goal here is to help every community stay active, strong, and healthy without prescription drugs or surgery. And so bringing these guests on is going to help us accomplish that goal. Now to help further support our channel so we can spread the message to more people, I would really appreciate it if you could hit that like and subscribe button on our page to make sure that one, you get notifications of when a new episode drops and you can share it to your friends and family. So thanks so much. We so appreciate your support. Now, I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, it is Dr. Brad Poland here from Superior Chiropractic Rehab in beautiful Glen Carbon, Illinois. And today I have my great friend, Joyce Stewart in beautiful Maryville, Illinois. She is the owner and operator of Living Free Center of Spirituality and Healing. Hey Joyce, how are you? Good morning, Brad. I'm doing very well today. Nice to be here with all of you and your listeners. Thanks, I appreciate you coming on board. So if you don't mind, can you just give us a bit of an introduction what you do and how you help your community? Um, yes, I started Living Free Center for Healing and Spirituality about a year and a half ago, and I'm trained as a traditional psychotherapist, licensed clinical social worker. And so I wanted to provide some type of counseling services for people that's not just traditional counseling, but also brings up some holistic energy-based treatments and spiritual-based interventions um, to kind of introduce people to other types and forms of healing. Oh my gosh, that's phenomenal. And you know what's What's even crazy about that, and it's, it's more to my ignorance, if you will, is that whenever I, whenever I started practice about a year and a half ago or so, I always figured, you know, a lot of pain conditions was more mechanical based. It wasn't necessarily from diet or psychological status or anything of that nature. And then as I have progressed um, throughout my practice, I've noticed that it is an entire realm of how that can really be manifested in that. And I'm always, I'm always interested in learning about other healthcare providers and how they kind of got their path, what made them want to choose and go down that road. If you don't mind me asking, what brought you into this career path per se? Uh, okay, good question. I can remember from a very young child, I always wanted to help people. And initially I thought I was going to be a nurse, um, but my dad was a medical doctor. And when I was probably about nine or 10, he let me watch a cesarean section. I fainted. And then I was, oh my gosh, I can't be a nurse. What am I going to do with my life? You know, I want to help people. Um, but as years went by, I realized there's a lot of other ways you can help people. And when I was probably in my hmm, late twenties, early thirties, I was going through a crisis in my marriage, went through counseling for the very first time. And I just found that really helped me tremendously turn my life around. And at that point, I knew that that's what I really wanted to do. I was going to become a counselor. But it took me a while till I actually got to that point. I went and I was a social worker. And so I worked in the uh, child welfare system for a number of years. And I'd take the kids to the counseling appointments like, ah, I can't tell it's doing a bit of good. I can do a better job than this. <laughs> so I went back to school, got my master's so I could be a clinical social worker and start doing counseling work. And then I continued to counseling in the social uh, welfare system. But I didn't like working for agencies because you're really confined by what type of treatments you can use. There's a ton of paperwork. Um, and I really did not want to just give people coping skills and medications. I believe in a God that heals and I wanted to find out what actually healed people. So I went on my own journey and started researching spiritual healing, holistic based healing, 
um, all kinds of different alternative healing methods. And that's when I discovered this whole world of energy healing. And that's when I knew, okay, I need to go start my own private practice so I can begin to utilize these treatments with people so they can actually get healed. And so that's a, that's kind of how I got into this profession and what I'm doing right now. That is incredible. And you know what I have been realizing, and I know I even when I talk to a lot of folks in town um, about what it really takes to become some sort of a psychotherapist, a licensed clinical social worker, it takes a very, very intensive training. Um, if you don't mind, can you kind of dive into that a little bit so people get a better understanding of what exactly it takes to become a psychotherapist, a licensed uh, clinical social worker, et cetera? Yeah, so they have to do that because a lot of people don't realize the training that we have to go through. You know, so we go through four years of your undergrad and then you go through two years of a master's program and then you go two years of like an internship because um, you have to get like, I don't know, two to 3,000 hours, I forget what it is under a licensed professional. And then you have to take the state board exam and you have to pass the state board exam. <laughs> and then you finally get your licensure. Um, so it is quite, a, you have to devote a number of years to be able to be in this profession. And I chose licensed clinical social worker because we have, you know, your marriage and family counselor, we have a regular counselor, we have psychologists, we have psychiatrists. We're all licensed to do counseling, but some people don't know the difference between them all. Um, so a regular counselor really is just trained in counseling. A licensed clinical social worker, we're trained in counseling, but we're also trained in how people interact with the environment around them. So it's really the big picture. What are all the different things that impact a person's life, their emotions, their thoughts, their attitudes, the problems and issues they're having in life. So it's a larger, more holistic uh, training that you get to work with people. And a psychologist, they do a lot of testing, which I had no interest in doing any type of psychological testing. So I knew I didn't want to be a psychologist. And then psychiatrists, they're the ones who actually dispense the medications. And it used to be psychiatrists did a lot of counseling and medication. Now it's pretty much all medication is what most psychiatrists do in this area. Gotcha. I, I understand that. And, you know, I'm really happy that you kind of dove into the different difference between the specialties because it seems like from what you're telling, you know, everyone's trained in doing some form of counseling, mental health therapy per se. Um, but kind of diving into like the specialties, but the treatment philosophies, I think that's really going to be huge because a lot of people, when they think of like, I'm going to go see a psychiatrist for counseling, but they're not going to give me any medications. And I'm like, really? That doesn't sound like that's that that would be their scope of practice. It seemed like they'd be more lean on giving you some form of pharmacology intervention. Um, so I'm really happy you, do, you dove into that as well. So if you don't mind me asking, because there is a host of different psychological disorders that just impact our community overall, like depression, anxiety, et cetera. If you don't mind me asking, what type of issues and clients do you primarily work with? I primarily focus on working with men, women, but I do see some men. Uh, main issues, anxiety, fear, stress, trauma, and abuse. Those are the five biggies that I specialize in. But, you know, people will come in with those issues and you start talking and they find, oh, well, they also have depression. They've also got bipolar. They've got all these other mental health issues associated with those. So I'm trained to work with a whole variety of different diagnoses. But those are the ones that I primarily focus on. I advertise that I work with. I see what you're saying. And, you know, what was really one thing I really loved about you when you first reached out to me to kind of just start networking is that you have this giant 
toolbox that you that's at your disposal at any any moment in time like the psychotherapy background the energy healing the spiritual teacher um can you kind of give us a little bit of an idea of what the connection is between energy healing and even becoming a spiritual teacher in itself because it like you mentioned it sounds like they've definitely intertwined with one another and they give you clients the most benefit as well Sure, I'd love to talk about this. And this is what I call more of the holistic way of looking at people. So in our medical model, everything is very separated out. You know, if you have a heart condition, you go to the heart doctor, um, but he doesn't talk to all the other doctors you're seeing about all the issues you have. Everything is very separated. Um, but holistic, we see the physical body, we see the emotions, we see the thoughts, the beliefs, the spirit. Everything is all tied together and they all interplay with each other. So if I'm working... What we see, you talked earlier about pain. Many times people's physical pain is a manifestation of some emotional issues they haven't dealt with because emotions are energetic vibrational frequencies and they can be really heavy and dense, which is what we call your anger, your depression, um, your uh, real deep sadness, rage, those type of things. And when you let that deep, heavy energy sit within your body, mind year after year after year, it doesn't go away. It leaks into your organs and cells and it causes illness and disease within the body, the physical body. So to me, the physical body is an expression of what's taking place in the mind and the emotions and the spirit of a human being. And so sometimes in order to heal the physical things, you have to go underneath the surface and deal with the emotional stuff, the self-sabotaging thoughts that people have about themselves, the limiting beliefs people have about themselves, the disconnection they feel with God or whatever their spiritual being is they connect with. And so everything is interconnected to me. And so as we deal with the mental and physical things, many times the physical things get better, everything gets better. But if you just focus on one area, you're not really healing the entire person. And I really like to heal the entire person, body, soul, and spirit when I work with them. I, you know, I couldn't agree with you anymore. And I know a lot of people who I've talked to, there is this new three pillar coming out nowadays. And I'm sure you're well familiar with it is when we approach healing, we need to view it as a spirit, mind, and body and how they all interconnect and intertwine with one another. And for you, you're the expert on two of those pillars out of the three. And I wish I could just have more training to see how I could help people in my neck of the woods too. But that's what I think is really impressive about you. But not many people would say that when you say energy healing, they're like, what is that necessarily? And, and, and how does that work per se? So, and, and I know you touched on it, really scratched the surface with the connection between the two. Um, if you could give us an idea of how, how energy healing helps somebody with their spirit and their mind and their body and how that all works interconnectively, how would you describe that? Sure. I would love to talk a little bit about that. Um, probably the best way to explain that is just talk about some of the energy treatments that I use with people. Mm -hmm. Um so we have this thing called muscle testing, which is a lot of fun. So everybody has a conscious mind, which is the part of you that's aware of everything going on in the here and now. And then you have the subconscious mind, which is like this master computer that has your whole life history recorded on it. And what most people don't realize is the subconscious mind, the programs there that run your everyday conscious life. And so in order to change our thoughts and our behaviors on the conscious level, we have to go back and change the subconscious programming. And we do that using energy-based treatments. 
So muscle testing is based on the science of kinesiology, where I can have a person stand in front of me and I can ask them, ask the subconscious mind any question I want to, as long as the answer is yes or no. If the answer is yes, our body will automatically sway forward. If the answer is no, it automatically sways backwards. So I can ask a person to find out what they believe, um, and maybe they're struggling with money issues. And so I'll have them stand, I'll say something like, uh, I believe money is always going to be a struggle for me, and they're probably going to go forward. Okay, that confirms that is their subconscious belief, and that's why they're not moving ahead financially in their life. And then I will do some energy work, and we'll test it again, and we'll say, um, I believe I'll always have to struggle with money. And this time the back goes back, because no. That means we shifted and changed that belief in the subconscious mind. So muscle testing is a great way where I can kind of check my work and see how what we're shifting and what, what we're not shifting in their beliefs and in their thought patterns that people have. Um, another one. Any questions on that before I move on to the next one? Oh, no. I'll let you finish. Okay. <laughs> um, then there's emotion code. I talked about how people have those heavy, dense, energetic vibrational frequencies that are just weighing their body down. And so the emotion code through muscle testing, I can find out what trapped emotions you have within your body. Um, and then what I do is some people are familiar with like hands-on healing in churches where people lay hands on people and it releases pain and illness and things like that. I have the ability to lay my hands on people and I release trapped emotions out of them. So we do it by the spine is your main governing meridian line where all of your electromagnetic energy is running through your body. And so I just take the energy of my hand and I run it down your spine three times and I connect with the energy of the trapped emotion and I pull it out of you. And then when I've done, we muscle test. We release the trapped emotion of anger, yes. We release the trapped emotion of sadness, yes. But here can we check to make sure we've released it. And most people will tell me after that that they feel lighter, they feel better, they can tell that something has been released out of them. Um, so that's the uh, emotion code. Energy tapping, um, this is based on kind of like acupuncture, but we don't stick needles in some people. We use our fingers. And there's certain points on your face and on the side of your hand. And when you tap on them, it does two things. It opens up the subconscious mind so we can change the programming. But it also opens up what we call the limbic system, which is what is kind of the fear anxiety center of people's brain. So people that have high anxiety, tapping is a great way to bring and lower down their anxiety levels. So while we tap on these points, we have a statement we say, even though, so maybe even though I'm stressed out because I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. That's the first part. The second half is I choose. It's always a loving statement. I choose to love and accept myself. Because usually in that condition, we're beating ourselves up. We're frustrated. We're angry. We can't get ahead financially. And so if we're beating ourselves up, it just makes the situation worse. But when we come back with, I can love myself through this. Even though it's difficult and I'm stressed, I can still love myself. I can accept myself. I can still respect myself in this difficult position I find myself in. And what that does is it calms down that part of the brain. It calms down the stress, calms down the worry and anxiety that we have about that situation. Now, the other thing is because we're opening up the subconscious mind, sometimes the people will get insights, they'll get thoughts, ideas, memories will come back to them which tells us this idea of scarcity or money is rooted in something in their childhood. It's not just happening in the here and now, but it's got a root that it's attached to. And then we know we need to go in and heal that root. And then the problem issues they're having will begin to um, go away and not be so difficult for them. You know, Another, it's, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
Um, the last one I'll do is theta healing. Theta healing is where we can go in subconscious mind and change your belief system. And it's called theta healing because there's different brainwave states. When we get, when I get someone in a theta brainwave state, it's a very relaxed state of mind, kind of like right before you fall asleep, right before you wake up. That's once again, we can change the subconscious mind. So we get someone in a theta brainwave state by doing some deep breathing, and then we can do some work to change their belief systems. Very good. I mean, I mean, it's so I, I know when while you were you while you were explaining everything that you were mentioning regarding the, the idea of energy healing, I was just thinking of myself a lot of things that we were exposed to in chiropractic school. Um, you mentioned a little bit of uh, kinesiology. Uh, we, we were able to take an elective course called applied kinesiology. And that was more in root of the idea of functional medicine, but same principle with muscle testing. And what I've shadowed a few practitioners when I was in school is that they were trying to figure out if there was like a deficiency in like vitamin B12 or magnesium or something that they would put these um, nutrients in their hands, test the muscles, see if they were strong if they were strong, they uh, they needed that vitamin or per se. I might be saying that completely wrong, but that was this overall, the premise of that it is from the kinesiology aspect of it, is that how, is that a good way to analyze that without having to do a full round of study in that field? Yes, you can do that. You can take different food products, different vitamins, things like that and hold it in your hand. And yes, just stand there and say, um, this is healthy for me or this is gonna be beneficial to my body, or this is gonna be harmful to my body, whatever statement you want to say. And your body will give you the answer you need to know. That is so, so cool. And you know, a lot of people would never even realize that's what it is. Like your body knows what it needs yes. to survive. And it's going yes. to tell you, you just need to find a way to properly communicate with it. And that's Correct. one of the biggest challenges nowadays is especially in our society, you know, we want something yesterday. And it seems like this is giving it one avenue saying, if you put this in my hand, if we do a test on it, it'll give us instant feedback to say, hey, we need X, Y, and Z. And that's how we're going to help ourselves heal. So I, I just love the fact that you're doing that with your clientele, not necessarily from the nutritional aspect of it, but with the emotional part of it, of how you can get rid of these different energy healings from anger and sadness, et cetera. I, I really, really like, I love that. That's so cool. Um, so we've talked a lot about the energy healing side of things and how it can kind of flow into your psychotherapy practice. Um, what types of these, and, and you mentioned a little bit of it, especially with putting your hands on the person's spine, because that's the most electromagnetic uh, hyperactivity in the human body. What other modalities can you utilize to help folks with energy healing? Oh, there's quite a few. Um, sound healing is one. Um, there's a lot of people doing research into the different sounds and how they affect uh, the brain waves. And so certain sound music, they put in certain frequencies in there. It'll cause people to relax. It'll cause people to not have such obsessive thinking. Um, it'll cause people to be able to uh, study better. So there's a lot, lot of interesting stuff with that. So sometimes I will recommend sound healing um, videos that I want clients to listen to, to help them with different things like that. Uh, mindfulness, um, just teaching people how to get control of their thoughts, instead of their thoughts controlling them, and how to relax using there's a whole variety of different mindfulness tools that we can use. 
Meditation is another one, getting into people a quiet, still space where they can begin to hear their intuitive voice instead of all the voices going on around them. Um, the more we can tune into our intuitive voice, the more the better guidance we're going to get because that comes from spirit. Spirit created you. Spirit knows what's in your best interest. So we want to be able to be able to get quiet and still enough to tune into that. And then I do some limited chakra work. I don't do a lot, but from time to time, I will do some chakra work if that's something that uh, somebody needs. And then I also do inner healing. Inner healing is just getting people into a deep state of relaxation. We call upon whatever spiritual being that they connect with, usually is Jesus, because Jesus is spirit. He will show up. They will see Jesus. They'll have a conversation with him. We'll say, Jesus, take me back to the time when I first was abused or whatever it was. And then through the conversation, they can get insight as to why it happened to them. And they can also get healing. So when I bring them out of that, they have the memory of what happened to them, but they no longer have the trapped emotions, the um, self-defeating thoughts or the self-limiting beliefs. Um, so that's when we use, um, I do soul tie work. You know, when we're in relationships, we share our souls with each other, which is energy, which creates that oneness between two people, which is what we want in a healthy relationship. But if you're in a relationship with someone who is abusive and is not a good person, so to speak, and you break up with them, you want to get your soul ties back from them reintegrated into you, and you want to get their soul ties out of you and reintegrated into them. So I do some soul tie energy work also. Very, very good. I, I love to hear it. Um, so I know it's it's a Saturday afternoon, and I'm taking up a ton of your time, and I know you're a busy bee for sure. So I, I won't take up much more of your time. I'm just really fascinated by this topic, and I know. A lot of our listeners, they're trying to find different ways for how they can help manage a lot of their aches and pains throughout the day. And what I do a lot is I, I have what's called a report of findings in which I'll explain to all my patients the results of my, like the synopsis of my consultation notes, the results of the exam. I do a posture analysis. And when I explain pain, I explain it more of the idea is that it's a fire alarm. For a fire alarm to go off, there has to be a fire present. If I light a match, there's a good chance no fire alarm is going to go off. If I throw it on the ground, the whole place starts to burn down. You best believe the fire alarm is going to go off. And so a lot of things can help trigger that light, that match lighting, if you will, like physical trauma, bad diet, um, some sort of stress in our lives. Mental health conditions can help trigger that. And it can just add gas to that fire, make it bigger and bigger to the point that that pain starts popping its head out. Um, and I've had a lot of people ask me this, and I've wanted to ask you this for quite some time, and I just never had the opportunity. You know, when people who are in a very, very stressful lifestyle and they start developing shoulder pain, headaches, back pain, whatever the case may be, and they may seek to you, what? how would you describe to them that, you know, there are stressors out there in the world, in the universe itself, that can be manifesting itself into the form of pain in your body. Yes, when I get a new client, I always do an assessment to get all the background information, kind of probably similar to what you do. And one of the things I look for is what is in their life that's causing their stress. And for many people, stress becomes normal to us and we don't realize how much stress we're under. And so I try and help them understand all the different stressors, how it's impacting them, you know, their physical body, their mental, emotional body. And then we kind of look at why do they feel like they still need to live with all the stress? Many people live with stress because they're people pleasers. Um, they don't know how to say no. 
And so they just overload their life with just all kinds of commitments or they're in unhealthy relationships. They don't know get, how to get out of them. And unhealthy dysfunctional relationships can be very stressful to people. And so we first identify what all the stressors are and then we figure out, okay, which ones can we release and remove? You can live without. Which ones, you're kind of much there, you're stuck with them. You're not gonna get rid of it. What we can do to manage that a little bit less, but tools we can give you to manage that stress to bring it down a little bit better. Gotcha. Okay, well, you know, that's, I think, and that's one thing I really appreciate about you and I is that we have that relationship per se that, you know, I deal with a lot of physical pain, but I know pain can be caused by a lot of spirit and mind attributes as well. And that's why I think it's just really great for what you do for our community. I know you're in Maryville, but you're not too far away here in Glen Carbon. But I, I, I just think that's just phenomenal about what you bring to the table to help our community stay active, strong, and healthy without any sort of drugs or surgery. Because nowadays, that's what a lot of people look for is that if I'm in pain or if I have something, I need a pill. I'm lacking some sort of nutrient that's in this pill, even though that's never the case. Or they could decide to go underneath the knife. And you and I both know half the time surgery fails. It doesn't actually fix or resolve anything. So that's what I just absolutely love about what you do. And I, I, and I love the fact that I can send anybody who I treat and you'll take great care of them. And I know you're giving the best care possible. Um, like I said, I know we're, I'm taking up a lot of your time. Um, but before we, I let you sneak out for the day. I just wanted to ask you um, if people are listening to this and they're really intrigued and interested and they want to know more about the living free center of spirituality and healing or just Joyce the person um what would be a good way for folks to reach out to you and get in contact you a couple ways one i put my website it's www.livingfreenow.net so there's information on there um my you can contact me via phone or email phone is 618-210-3500 email is livingfree 5D, as in dog D, at protonmail.com. I also have a weekly newsletter that I send out where I talk about a whole variety of topics related to holistic health and spirituality and healing and all the things that I do. Um, so you can also be put on the email if you want to do that also. Perfect. Well, hey, Joyce, I, I really appreciate you coming out and just talking with me and helping me learn more about your practice what you do, and how, how I can always help you grow your business as well. So thanks again so much. I really appreciate it. And everyone, this is Dr. Brad Pullen from Superior Chiropractic and Rehab. Thanks so much for listening to another great episode, and we'll see you then. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Point here again. I so appreciate you listening to our podcast. I know you probably got a lot out of it that you can help implement into your day-to-day -day activities and lifestyle. So like I said before, I would really appreciate you to help support our channel as we grow to go into other communities so we can achieve our goal of making sure everyone is active, strong, and healthy without prescription drugs or surgery. So how we're gonna do that is that by going to our page, hitting like and subscribe so you get notifications and when a new episode drops, and you can help share it to your friends and family. So this is Dr. Pullen. Thanks again for listening. I so appreciate it. Have a great day.